and welcome to episode 48 of the Geek Heart Games podcast. I am Sam Suvak alongside Cody Tietrich. Cody, welcome to February. How's it going? Oh god, it is February. You said it and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Okay, <laughs> but yeah, it is February. Hey. Man. Uh, Black History Month, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Hey. Uh, really cool. Um, Man, this year's flying already. Like, really? January just really went by. It did. I f- I feel like we're old people, and that's what old people say. Um, I mean, true. I should have like led with like, "Hey, this is the best month of the year." You know why? Why? It's February twenty second. Is it though? <laughs> that would have been good. Uh, it's too bad you didn't think of that and totally oh, screwed yeah. up the intro. So I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna it's, do? It's fine. It's fine. Um, speaking. Of exciting things that happen in February. There's there's actually a lot. We're not going to get into all of them because, you know, we'd be here until March if we listed all the exciting things. But oh, yeah. the most important thing to remember about February is in approximately two weeks. Well, it's going to be exactly in two weeks. <laughs> in two weeks, we'll have our 50th episode. And we're pretty excited about Ooh. that. Yeah, celebration. Uh, it's going to be a good time. Uh, so one of the things that we want to do during the 50th episode is kind of have a little mailbag section where we take your questions and they're going to be the, the ask me anything type of questions. So we know our friends and we know they're going to throw some crazy, crazy stuff in there. So we're excited about that. Uh, but yeah, it can be video game related. It can also not be video game related and uh, just something that would spur off a good conversation to have a good time. Yeah. Like you want to know what kind of deodorant we use, you know, stuff like that. I mean, that's, that's not what I would have thought of, but I mean, sure, guys. Also, let me state for the record, we we reserve the right to not answer any question if it is deemed oh, completely no, it's inappropriate. Anything. Come on. We have to Oh. Come on. No, I mean, like, no. There's there's places it could go that would just, mm not going to go there. So, uh... All right, let's, let's keep it PG in here, guys. Let's, uh... Oh, know. I mean, we can go PG-13. Um, I mean, okay. we could do, we PG- could do a, a light R. I'm okay with a light R. <laughs> What's a light R rating? Please tell me. Um, language? Maybe maybe we should use video game terms. So and uh, we'll do a, an M for mature. Yeah, we can do M for mature. Yeah, that okay, that's acceptable that's to me. I like that. So so yeah, uh, reach out to us. You can email us at contact at geekartgames.com and just go ahead and start sending in those questions. Yeah, two weeks. I mean, approximately two weeks because actually you're gonna have to get them in uh, before we record, like the Friday before. But you've got some time to think about it. Think about some real good stuff. So you can also post to our twitter if you'd like i mean you could but then everybody's gonna see like what your question is and it won't be a surprise so if you want your question to be a surprise okay (laughs) i mean mean, yeah surprise questions do what you want guys it's fine just get the questions in that's all we we anyway any way that you want to we're open it'll be fine yeah so yeah all right um is there any other housekeeping we need to talk about uh, no, I don't believe so. 
Okay, I just said that because I wanted to take a drink and I was like, let's let Cody say something while I'm taking my drink. And then you just didn't have oh, to say something. Oh, sorry, sorry. sorry. Uh, sorry. <laughs> no, I don't believe there's any housekeeping, but I'll fill the time. How you, <laughs> too how late, you Cody. It's too late. Oh, too late? Oh, damn it. <laughs> All right. Um, so we're going to get into what we've been playing. And I was going to kick things off with just a kind of quick update on Resident Evil 2. Because since we last spoke, I completed Leon's campaign, and I had a real good time with it. I had a lot of fun. Um, the, <laughs> I thought back to stuff Cody had said about how, you know, he's watching it. It's like, I don't know that I want to play this right now. And, like, as I was, like, running back and forth from the same location for, like, the 10th time, I was like, man, you know, if this was any game besides Resident Evil... Would it, would it be able to get away with this? And I feel strongly <laughs> that the answer is no. Like, I don't think I would go to that much effort for anything else. Um, but th it's fine. Uh, it's it's a really fun game. Uh, there's, there's not a lot of boss fights, it seems like. I remember, like, Resident Evil 4, like, had a bunch of big, like, tough boss fights. And these are, it's pretty okay. And then you get to the, there's a couple, like, at the very end. And uh, it was cool. Oh, also... Once I got to the Mr. X part, like that game got a lot more scary because like you had to like run away a lot. Um, so anyway, it's a lot of fun. I recommend it. I started the Claire uh, second run campaign and just immediately it seemed like much harder. I'm like, what, what just happened? I'm playing on the same difficulty. I don't know what happened. Uh, after my like first cutscene ended, like immediately a zombie grabbed me. And, like, as I was trying to run away, like, two other zombies grabbed me. And so I was like, ah. Oh. So I had super low health. I was going through. I played for, like, 20 or 30 minutes. And, like, I finally got to the save room. And I was so excited about the item box. So I was like, let me organize my stuff in the item box. And then I left without saving because, like, oh, I just no. forgot. And I immediately died. And it took me, like, way back to the beginning. So I was so angry. Ugh. And so I needed to take a break. I was like, I'm going to take a little bit of a break from Resident Evil 2. I will go back to it, uh, but right now we're still on a break. Um, so in my anger, I was like, you know what? I, I want to go play some Black Ops 4. I haven't played that in a while. So I went to go play it, and I had to have an update. So I was like, okay, well, I guess maybe I'll play some Battlefield 5, because I haven't played that in a while. Guess what, Cody? It had to have an update. Yeah. And I was like, that's how it goes. Well, screw this. I guess I'll just go back and play some Destiny 2. But guess what, Cody? Another update. It had to have a fucking update. So I was mad about Resident Evil 2. I was mad about all these updates. I was like, fuck this. So I'm like, let's go see what's on my Xbox. I should just go do something else. And like the first row of games on my Xbox, I was like, oh, I've got Crackdown that I've still never played. And of course, another exciting thing in February is Crackdown 3 is coming out February 15th. So, Cody, don't make that face about it. Don't even... What? <laughs> I, I was uh, just yawning. <laughs> nothing, mm -hmm. nothing happening here. Um, so, first off, Crackdown is super old. I think it was like 2007 when it came out. So, I mean, this game is dated. Uh, it's, it's, you know, the controls are... Not what you would expect or desire. Um, <laughs> but this game is fun, Cody. Okay. This is like, it's like the driving around from Burnout Paradise, but then like you get out and you shoot people. And I'm like, 
I'm playing it, I'm like, I feel like this is what I wanted Grand Theft Auto to be, but it never was, because Grand Theft Auto was always, like, too hard and too boring. Um, so this game, uh, it's just, it's great. So apparently you're some type of super soldier, and, like, as you go through, you level up, and so you get better and better. So, like, I started out with, like, a 10-foot jump, uh, but I was going around the city, like, picking up these agility orbs. And so as you're doing that, you're leveling up your jump. And so then I got to, like, a 15-foot jump. And so I was, like, jumping real high. And, like, I'm, like, I just want to, like, keep getting this jump and be able to, like, jump as high as possible. Because, like, you know I love being able to have fun movement in games. And so this one's really fun. So you've got that. Uh, of course, you're shooting people. The shooting feels like, okay, it's not like, I don't think you're here for the shooting, really. Um, but then one of your other abilities is strength. And so, like, you can pick stuff up and throw it at enemies. And, of course, like, the more you do, the more you level up your strength. And then you can pick up bigger stuff. And um, so I was going around, I'm like, just trying. I'm like, can I pick up this car? And he's like, ooh, but he couldn't pick up the car yet. But, like, I know once I get him leveled up, he could. And then, like, there were just these random boulders over on the side of the road. I was like, huh, I wonder if I can climb these boulders. And so I just started jumping up them, and I, like, jumped up to the top of the boulders eventually. And then I saw some water, and I was like, oh, I wonder what happens if I jump in the water. And I jumped in the water, and it just started swimming. And I just, like, swam across to the other side of the city. And I was like, this is crazy. Like, anything I see I can do in this game. I was like... This is like a precursor to Breath of the Wild. Because, like, anything, <laughs> I'm like, this is amazing. Like, this game is so underrated. Um, so. <laughs> you just compared Crackdown to Breath of the Wild. I did. So many people just, like, almost wrecked their cars out of anger. <laughs> For real, oh though, I mean, before before Breath of the Wild, like, here's a game where, like, you could just do anything. You just had to level up a bit, and then you could do it. So it's like, yes, I believe it was a valid statement. Um, but yeah, so this is one of those games where, like, I don't feel a lot of desire to keep playing Crackdown right now. But, like, seeing mm -hmm. the bones of this game, I'm like, oh, I think, like, Crackdown 3, I think I'm really going to have a good time with this game. Because I think it's going to fill that kind of, <clears throat> like, super-powered kind of agility stuff that I like in a video game. And it's just going to be, mm -hmm. like, fun chaos running around the city. Oh, as I was playing, I was like, this also kind of reminds me of Saints Row 4. Because, like, you had superpowers yeah. and you were kind of jumping really big and, like, kind of flying around. And I'm like, if this, if this Crackdown 3 feels like the same as that, I'm just, I'm going to love it. So, <clears throat> I'm really excited for it now, and uh, I'm going to have a good time in it. So, yeah. Crackdown. Who knew? Yeah. Uh, going back to your Resident Evil talk, though. I forgot it again. A little bit of news. Oh, Cody, you're so good uh, at this, and I'm so bad. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so they just came out and said that Netflix is going to have a Resident Evil TV show, and it's going to be from the same people who have been making the movies. Does that excite you? Oh, fuck yeah, it excites me, Cody. I mean, who do you think you're talking to? I'm so excited about this. Although, apparently I wasn't excited enough because I forgot to talk about it last week. And then we said we were going to talk about it again. And then I forgot about it again. Um, but yeah, I I love Resident Evil. I love the world. And I think like a series would be perfect for it. So I can't wait to see it. I, hope, I mean, I'm sure it's going to be like a, like a reboot reimagining. Like it's not going to be the same 
universe as the movies. Yeah. Like, that's kind of played out. Um, but yeah, I mean, what if we had, like, another young Leon Kennedy, like, going around Raccoon City doing stuff? I'd be like, yeah, this would be great. I'm, uh, I'm in for it. I kind of, it's, it's going to be live action. I kind of, in a way, wish it would be animated because yeah. after watching Castlevania and seeing what they did with that story, like, I really feel like Resident Evil, like, could, they could tell a really good story if it was animated. They could, they could still tell a good story with live action. I just feel like with animation, there's so much more they can do and, like, yeah. get away with. Um, and so, but and I'm there, excited to see what they do with it. There's been an animated movie that for Resident Evil, and I forget what it was called, but I watched it and I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was very well done. So, so I see what you're saying, but, I mean, I want a live action one. I think it'd be, I'm excited <laughs> about this, so... They gotta get uh, someone who's just like super jacked, like jacked enough to punch some boulders and get some uh, Chris Redfield action in there, you know? Because those fucking those fucking arms, man. Those, those arms, man. I mean, they're Ooh. they're breaking sleeves, is what they're doing. They um, are. Okay. So, in proper host fashion, I was thinking about my next transition, and I got a little I got a little stumped here uh, because this morning. In the shower, I was trying to, like, think of something fun I could say for it. All right, because you know I like alliteration, right? And mm-hmm. and Cody, you're going to tell us some more about Elder Scrolls Online. And so I was like, if this is going to, like, keep happening, it needs to have, like, a proper title for its segment. And so I think I'd come up with two options that I was going to let you pick from. First option, the Elder Scrolls era. Okay, I mean, it's kind of... You know, what are you going to do? There's two words. There's an E, there's an S. You can't pick a word that starts with both E and S. Um, And then I think that my second one, I was going to like get on thesaurus.com and try to find some better words, but I forgot. So I didn't do that. So my second one is kind of stealing from something you said like a previous episode. And I was going to go with the Elder Scrolls Sanctum, which I mean, I don't know if we can have two Sanctums. era, I guess. Okay. All right, everybody, yeah. it's time for this week's Elder Scrolls era. Um, I tried. So, yeah. <laughs> I, all I've been playing lately is Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, I guess you could say the MMO has finally sunk its teeth into me, and that's all I want to play. Uh, now, legitimately, Cody, I was thinking about this because you've told me before that you got like really addicted to World of Warcraft right back in the day. Yeah. Uh, so what are the warning signs that I need to be looking out for? How will I know if you have a problem with Elder Scrolls Online? If I ever am like, hey, we can't do the podcast tonight because I got Elder Scrolls Online business to do, you probably, that's a, that's a big red flag. Okay, but here's the thing. Uh, are you going to tell me that we can't do the podcast because of Elder Scrolls? Or are you going to tell me something else? Are you going to be like, oh, <coughs> I'm sick tonight. I can't do the podcast. You're not going to tell me that you're doing it because of Elder Scrolls, right? That's a good point. You should probably uh, monitor, like, check in with other people. Like, if I'm like, I, oh, hey, I went out with my brother, like, contact my okay. brother, you know? All right, Chad, you're you're, you're on alert, dude. You got to, like, keep yeah. tabs on Cody. You got to check in with me. We got to we gotta keep this. We got to keep monitoring the situation. I think I'll be fine because, like, <laughs> there's there was something about World of Warcraft to just kind of, like, kept me wanting to play all the time mm-hmm. with other Scrolls online it's like i play for a period and i'm like all right i, I want to like take a break for a little bit um and i'm not sure if it's because like 
Elder Scrolls Online is action combat, so like I'm constantly having to be doing something. Whereas in World of Warcraft, you usually are in one place and like you just throwing fireballs and stuff like that. Um, well, and realistically, yeah. I mean, you're only, we've only got to worry about this until February twenty second. <laughs> that too, yeah. Like once Ansem comes, I mean, I mean I'm a mixed man. I'm a mixed oh, yeah. together, you know? yeah. But it won't like, be. Am, it won't I'm, be all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so like. I've just been kind of waiting for the open demo for Anthem to hit. Um, so I've been playing a lot of Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, last we left off, I had hit level 20, and I've done a bunch of stuff. Uh, so currently I'm level 34. Uh, and so at level 30, I got another one of these chests. Um, do you know the one I got the Flame Wolf from? So I was like, fuck yeah, yeah. Flame Chest. Excited for this one. Um, man, let me tell you, level 30 sucked. Uh, <laughs> but let me warn you, Cody. Like in real life, when you hit year thirty, it's gonna suck too. Yeah, good point. Um, so they only, so first chest level twenty chest five items, right? Uh, level thirty chest four items. It's <laughs> already a downgrade. Already a downgrade. That's some um, bullshit. One of the four items was a poison that I could apply to my weapons. Once, I, I just once. Just what it's like a stack of fifty, and they go away every time they proc. Like one, the, one goes away. What the fuck away. is proc? So you, like, it's like when I stab, and like there's a percentage chance that the poison will apply itself. Oops, hit my hit my desk. Sorry. Um, and so if say the percentage chance triggers, it deals the damage from the poison. But you know what, what is the word saying? proc? I don't know. It's just video game lingo i've always used i don't i don't really know what it means okay just checking i mean we had a learning okay. moment and we've missed it because we don't know what it is learning really. learning learning with geek cart games when cody uses the word proc he means that like something activates okay 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 i'll take it okay all right so you've learning. got you got 50 learning. uses you got 50, yeah, uses 50 uses of it well that's okay um yeah, I mean, it's it's just like, I'm going to have to remember to apply it and stuff like that. Oh, um, that sucks. And so, like, one of the cards is on fire because that's the special item from the chest. Mm-hmm. So last time it was the Flame Wolf mount. So I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, like, this is going to be something cool. Card flips over. It's a costume. I'm like, all right, I don't mind a costume, but what is it? And it's like this, like, Roman gladiator armor but on the khajiit <laughs> it's like way too big like it's bulky Aww. and then like I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an assassin character so like it's like this looks weird but it's just bulky and like my tail looks funny hanging out the back i'm not a big fan of it so i was like whatever that, uh, that kind of sucked um the two big like highlights uh that i've done this week uh so i stepped into the pvp battlegrounds for the first time Mm-hmm. Um, and this is like kind of int- there's um so everything you do in the game opens up a skill line uh, and like you level up those skill lines by either like using like the weapons so like say I use dual wielding weapons so when I get a kill with a dual wield weapon it levels up my dual wielding uh, if I use a spell from my assassination tree I level up assassination so for the PvP battle there's an assault and a defense. And so in the assault one, there's a skill I want to get. And in the defense one, there's something I want to get. So I got to level these up by doing mm-hmm. PvP. So I'm like, okay, well, let's, let's hop in there. I'm sure it's not going to take very long. First game. So the cool thing about PvP in Elder Scrolls Online is it's 4v4v4. 
because oh. there is three like factions in the game and so they mimic that by having there's three teams okay. all the time um and so first and game i played was game? domination okay yeah uh and so it's uh there's three flags on the map everyone can go run around and capture the flags pretty good i ended up with like eight kills and like yeah. only two deaths in that game uh, found out that like it's just really handy if you just throw a bunch of AOE on the flags because people are standing around them and they just kind of stand in it and they don't realize that hey arrows are being rained down on you. Yeah. Um, so that was good. Did great there. Jumped to level three in one game. Nice for both assault and defense. I was like fuck yeah. Uh, next two games went very poorly. Very very poorly. Uh, I guess there are people who just like they're like oh I know how to PvP yeah. and like there are certain abilities that are better than other abilities and I did not realize that um and so i was getting destroyed um but i was still having fun like it's because when i would get a kill i felt like oh it's because i like not had more skill but i just like knew what i like wanted to do better than the other person um and so they have a couple different modes like there's just a straight up team deathmatch uh i'm not a big fan of that one because it just kind of becomes like who can have the best death ball like a four people like running around and then like <laughs> you throw in all these pets like uh the mage the kind of like a, a mage in the game can have like three pets active at one time nice. and it's like very scary when you yeah. have like, seven things charging at you yeah um the other game mode i played was something called crazy king which is there's a king of the hill point and it stays there for a set period of time you get points for standing on it, and you get points for killing people around it, and then it jumps to another area, and so yep. you've got to keep roaming around. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like this one I would like more if I had a coordinated team, because yeah. we had two dudes who just would run off and, like, try to spawn camp in the people's spawn area, and it just, like, it was only me and this other guy really fighting. Yeah. Um, it seems like a lot of fun, like, and then there's, like, an entirely other side of PvP uh, called the Alliance War. Where like you go represent the alliance slash faction you picked at the beginning of the game and you created your character and it's like this massive like it's a massive map and like you roam around the map and like you're the point is like you're collecting these items and it's pretty cool so I'm excited to eventually try that but like the PvP in this I was actually shocked to find I actually kind of liked it um, do you have to be a certain level before you can do the PvP I think it's so it's from level ten to level forty nine is. But there's no, like, level advantage or anything. It's just, yeah. like, they kind of scale everybody. Uh, so, yeah, level 10 to level 49 gets the entire battleground bracket to themselves. And then when you hit level 50, you're obviously placed with level 50 people because that's when I believe the champion point system, which I know we're close to, okay. uh, gets implemented. Um, so it's pretty cool. Like, the, the kind of 4v4v4 aspect of it I really like. Uh, yeah. It's just it's, it's something different. It's, it's different from the usual, like, 4v4. Um and so, yeah, I've been doing that, trying to level up the assault and the defense skill line. The other big thing I did this week was I went back and I thought for a while I was doing the Morrowind uh, storyline. <laughs> Turns out, no, I went back to the main game, like the base game, and that's what I was doing. Huh. I couldn't get like, it was, I was like, okay, all right. That's fine. Um, it's new content so, for you, so yeah. Yeah, it's all new content. I've never, because when I, I played Elder Scrolls online when it came out, like, five years ago and i yeah. can't remember anything that happened at all like yeah so um so i'm going to spoil the beginning part of this and then i'm gonna get very vague from there uh because i think i'm sorry uh 
it's a five-year-old game. If you really like that, please tune away for the next like, I feel like five I feel like previously I've spoiled the beginning of Elder Scrolls Online because I think I tried it and I talked about it. How many you did? So it's already spoiled. Okay. I think it's fine. Okay. So I went to this uh, other part. So I left Somerset, got on the boat. was like, all right, I'm going to go meet this person uh, for the Fighters Guild. And uh, I land on this island and this person runs up to me. It's no name, just a hooded figure. I was like, oh, hey, what's up? How's it going? It's like, oh, my. Why are you doing eyebrows? What are you? I don't know. Because, like, I'm excited about who this hooded figure is. Okay. In, so, in all oh, honesty, my... you said hooded figure, and I immediately thought of the merchant from Resident Evil 4, and that always makes me happy. So. Oh, okay. Reasonable. <laughs> uh, so she's like, oh, my benefactor would love to meet you. He has a proposition. I'm like, okay, cool. This must be like, this is where I was like, oh, this is the Morrowind storyline. They're like, oh, okay. I'm going to go meet the benefactor. And this is, so it's, it's a journey. Like I had to hop on the flame wolf and ride for a while. Uh, and so I get to this dock and there's a boat and the benefactor is in the boat. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. So I'm, I'm galloping along. I get on the boat. I dismount and I'm like walking through the boat. I'm like, what's kind of weird boat they have here like hmm like there's like some skulls and like candles everywhere i'm like this is a little weird and i round the corner to where the benefactor's arrow is and it's this dude who's tied up and i click talk to him and he looks up he's like i'm like what's (laughs) going on and then dudes appear behind me and knock me out and then a cutscene appears, and it's my my limp body being dragged towards an altar, where some dude is stabbing people and sacrificing them to what I assume is a dark lord. So they throw me up. It goes into first person. I'm looking up at the dude as he drives a dagger into my heart. Oh and I'm shit! I'm like, I was like, damn, this got real serious. And then I wake up in a place called Cold Harbor, and I was like. That's a hell of an intro to a game. I'll fucking give you that one right there. That was pretty cool. Uh, and so this starts the main, like, big quest line uh, dealing okay, with to Cold clarify, Harbor. I never played that part. I was thinking of something okay. else. I might not even be thinking of the same game. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, the kind of premise is, so you had your soul sacrifice to a Daedric prince named Moloch Ball. Um, <laughs> he's the... Uh, <laughs> I forgot I'm podcasting with a 10-year-old. His name's Molag Ball? Molag Ball. M-O-L-A-G-B-A-L. Dear God, Sam. Um, He is the Daedric Prince of Schemes, and the guy who sacrificed me is one of his, like, lieutenants. Um, And so I wake up in this place called Cold Harbor, and I have no soul now. Like, I, this is the place where like, you go and you don't have a soul. Um, and so I meet up with some people and they're like, we're going to get you out of here. Uh, we got to go see this prophet guy. So I go save the prophet. And what kind of transpires is this big, long journey where you learn who the prophet is. You learn about these five champions. It's It was called the five companions is what they were called. Uh, and they had attempted to turn their king into a dragonborn. So I feel like this they were trying to tie this back to Skyrim, because in Skyrim you were a dragonborn. I feel like they were trying to like, oh, if you played Skyrim, you know what this is. Um 
And so, like, you find out that it didn't work. And that what happened is... I can't imagine why they, it didn't work. Jeez. When they did this, it opened up a rift. And that's when Molag Ball came <laughs> through and could steal people's souls into Cold Harbor. I'm going to call him MB from here on out, okay? Um, that's probably for the best. <laughs> and so what you end up doing is you end up going through and you're rescuing the five companions. And then you find out that one of the companions is the dude who stabs you with the dagger. And he betrayed all, everyone. And he's the one who helped Molog Ball and <laughs> B show up. Uh, and so there's a big twists and turns. I swear to God. Like... I don't even know why it's funny. It's just funny. Um, and so like, it's a very long. It's like not long. Uh, it is long. Uh, it's a very fun. Uh, after this podcast, I'm retiring. Um, it's a it's a fun storyline and like it's really cool and like you get to interest meet these interesting characters and they all have like a backstory to them and like it's really beautiful uh and so you're playing through and it hits a point and it's like hey go do this other stuff now the issue is i played this very late at night because i can't sleep ever and i went to sleep and i woke up and the next day i came home from work i started playing again and i didn't remember what had happened like at the tail end of the quest and next thing you know, they throw me into this thing where, like, hey, we're going to go invade Cold Harbor, Cold Harbor and bring the fight to MB. And I'm like, okay, cool. But then, like, the entire time, like, they're setting up, like, this is, like, the final confrontation with MB. <laughs> and, like, you're going to stop this. And I'm like, all right, well, cool. Where are my other people? Like, where are the five people I just saved? Like, it takes a very, like... It gets, it gets very disjointed because like out of nowhere you're not dealing with the same people you've been dealing with these are new people and it's like very long like it took me two days to beat this one like section like that's how long it was and you, you said when you woke up and like you didn't remember how all this had happened we were just talking about how is it possible that you've been sleepwalking but you've been playing video games while you were kind of asleep, and that's why you're not remembering it as well. That is a possibility. It happens. It could, that could be it. Um, but that wasn't the case here, because what actually what happens is, at the end of that quest, they apparently are like, hey, go stop this thing called the Plane Meld, which is like, MB is trying <laughs> to like take all of Tamriel, or Nern as they call it. I wasn't really catching, like, I guess those are interchangeable. Uh, yeah. They're trying to take all of Nern into Cold Harbor. So <laughs> he can have... a funny word, too. <laughs> yeah, they can have all these... He can have all the souls to, okay. like, power his weapons and things. Uh, and so I stopped all that. And then, like, they're just like, all right, hey, now it's time to go back to that other storyline we were doing for the entire, like, beginning of the game. Like, I was like, this is so disjointed. Like, how did you get here? Like... <laughs> And, like, the things that happen are really cool, and I'm not going to spoil it, because, like, it's a very long quest line, it's worth playing. If you're going to play Elder Scrolls Online, you're going to have to. You get a ton of skill points from it, so that's really helpful for, like, learning all these skills you you get. Um, it was... The the section in Cold Harbor, where, like, before you go back to the Five Companions, is so long that I stopped and was like, I'm making a new character, because I am fucking bored. Oh, wow. So I made a, I made a warden, that's the dude who can summon the bear... Mm-hmm. Um, and I played him for like five minutes, got him to like level ten. I was uh, not ten, uh, five. 
and was like, all right, I probably should go finish that storyline. Like, let me, let me get back to that. Because I, I like my Khajiit Nightblade. Like, I don't know. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm, like, finding a rotation that I really enjoy. Like, I just got this ability where, like, it's like a buff I apply to myself. And when I do it, like, all my hits heal me. But then also I just upgraded it. So now it also returns my stamina. And stamina oh, nice. is the main stat I use for my attacks. So, like, I'm That's constantly, like... That's what he said. I'm, I'm, I'm... <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I'm trying to have a serious conversation about else, bro. Anyways, um, so the final mission of this storyline is to like end it. It is honestly one of the most like fun and like legitimately they turn you into a god. Like you have all these abilities, your hits are hitting for like one million. Holy shit! And you fight MB. <laughs> and I'm not going to tell you how it ends because there's a twist and it's like holy okay. shit. Um, but it's, like, one of the funnest fights I've ever done in video games. And, like, it was really cool. Uh, and you come out of it and, like, it's like, oh, like, goddamn, that was really cool. Um. So then you just lose your godlike abilities afterwards? Yes, but you get your soul back. And that's kind of the trade-off. It's like, oh, hey, I finally get my soul back. Um. And so... It was, a, it was a really cool storyline. I'm glad I did it. And, like, it's, it gave me a bunch of skill points and things, which are helpful. Um, I do, like, I can see why. Because when the game first came out, it didn't have, like, people were like, oh, the story's kind of weird. And, like, I can see that now because of, like, it's just, like, you're, like, going, you're, you're driving in a straight line. And then there's a sudden fucking just dip. And it's like, hey, here's this cold harbor section that's going to take up, like, three days of your life. And I was like, oh, okay, what the fuck? Um, but, like, a really fun and, like, there's so many like lines that were quotable. Like one of them that stuck out to me was you have to make this choice. And the guys like one of the guys that you're talking to is like, uh, you can't stand on, uh, on the edge of the ocean and wait for it to open up for you. Like you got to make the choice to swim across. And I was like, huh, that's a pretty fucking good statement, dude. Like, goddamn. Um, want to take a second to spotlight one of my favorite characters in video games. Uh, Sir Codwell, who is also what they call you when you lose your soul and you go to Cold Harbor, is a soul shriven. He's also a soul shriven. He is this delightful British man who knows everything about Cold Harbor. He can teleport. Uh, and, like, he's just. The Peace Saver's response he has a pot on his head <laughs> that he uses for a helmet. And I found out you can get this pot as a helmet, as like a costume piece, if you do this thing called Codwell's Gold. And what it is, is when you play through, uh, so when you start the game, you pick a faction. There's three factions, uh, the Aldebarry Dominion, the Ebonheart Pact, and the Daggerfall Covenant. So if you do whatever one you pick, you can do the main quest line for. And then... After you do that one, what you're supposed to do is go play through the Ebonheart Pact and then go play through the Daggerfall Covenant story. And if you do all that, it's called Codwell's Gold, and he rewards you with the helmet. I'm not doing that right now, because holy shit, is that going to take a long time? And I want to go experience Morrowind. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to come back to it and do it, because it seems worth it for the, the helmet. But such a delightful character, and every time I interacted with him, he was just like, he like speaks in rhymes sometimes, and it's fucking hilarious. I like, like it. 
And I'm excited because I just found out the other day in Elsewhere, uh, we're going to find out, like, who he was before he became a soul shriven. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Uh, cool. And that's a cool thing, is by playing the main storyline, I found out uh, who characters were in Somerset that I had never, like, I was like, oh, I don't know who these characters are. But by playing this original thing, I knew who they are. Um, I know characters who are going to show back up in Elsewhere, like one of the main characters in Elsewhere. Uh, he is one of the five companions that I got to play with. And I'm like, fuck yeah, like, cool, I learned a bunch of shit from this. Awesome. I'm having a great time with this game, like, and I'm sorry that people were probably like, oh my god, Cody, like, shut the fuck up about Elder Scrolls Online. It's a really fun game, like, the work they put into this game uh, really shows, like, there's so much to do, like, there's so many storylines I haven't even touched yet, and, like, I'm excited. Sam is doing something with her foot, I'm not really sure. I'm sorry, the cat's under here messing with stuff, let me just get her out for just a second. Okay, she's, oh, I'm just gonna keep, keep, keep going stop. on. Um, and so, yeah, like, everything they've done with this game is, like, it really shows, and it's beautiful. Um, Jesus, Sam just threw that cat. That's, like, animal cruelty. What? You, you gotta, like, edit that out of the podcast. You just, like, threw her. No, I set her down. She's, she's no, just you, causing you trouble. Just, it's like a fucking frisbee you threw that cat. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, I'm really enjoying the game a lot. It's really cool. It's, like, I'm ex- so excited for Elsewhere to get here. Um, I am a little worried because like the reason I stopped playing the warden was I stopped and I looked around at the like main hub area I was in and everyone was playing a warden because it's the newest mm-hmm. class. And I was like, oh, I don't want to be that guy when the necromancer drops and everyone's playing the necromancer, but I really <laughs> want to play a necromancer. So fuck these people. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like, I don't know. And like, I'm, I'm kind of tempted to buy like the entire like year of the dragon expansion pack and like play all the DLCs. Um, because it's, it seems like a lot of fun, and I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I'm really enjoying the game. I'm level 34, so I got 16 more levels, so I hit level 50. And I'm excited to see what happens when I get there. Hopefully level 40's flame chest is cooler, hopefully. Yeah, that's just I, I'm kind of worried it's going to keep here. going down in items. So. Like it's going to be like, oh, here's only 30. Yeah. And like, yeah. here, no. here's, a, here's a thing for your house. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also... Going back to last week where I talked about how uh, they everything scales to your level and stuff. Yes, they apparently did an update called uh, Tamriel 1. And what they did was it added player housing and it added uh, level scaling. So when you're in a dungeon, you can play with someone who's like 20 levels higher than you. And everything is scaled equally. And like I, that's a really cool thing. Like Not a lot of games do that. And so I'm like really enjoying that. Because like last night I played a dungeon with a level 49 person. And it was a lot of fun. Uh, we wiped at one point because we didn't know the mechanics. And I like that because like, it means there's going to be a challenge as I, as I progress through this game. And I'm having fun with it. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I definitely recommend Elder Scrolls Online. And we were right last week with it is on Xbox Game Pass. So nice. if you have an Xbox, you can play the base game for free. And it's really worth it. Cool. Well, there you go. Also, sorry, I keep forgetting to say things. Uh... I found out last night that the base Elder Scrolls Online game is five dollars at GameStop. So if you really <laughs> want to play it, go download, go buy the disc for five dollars. Although I feel like that is also available for free on Game Pass. Yeah, that's what that's what I just said. Like, oh, that's what I was, yeah. Oh, the online version is like I thought you meant like Elder Scrolls Skyrim or something. No, no. That's okay. probably also, yeah. There's, there's like, yeah. You know what? This the Elder Scrolls business is real confusing because there's so many different things and there's like so many 
titles that it's just like yeah because elder scrolls 4 is called oblivion and they keep they kept referencing oblivion in the game last night and i was like are these supposed to be connected i don't really know i kind of want to like do a google search and find out but yeah yeah it's fine it's fine all right well thank you for that elder scrolls era that was lovely Yeah. yeah all right uh so i've just got one more game to talk about and it's called The Adventure Pals. Now, I don't know if you've heard of this game. If anyone has heard of this game. Uh, it's it's a platformer, but also like a little bit of RPG stuff in it too. And it's very cartoony looking. And it isn't something that I would imagine that I would want to play. Um, but here's what happened. So... I was listening to this podcast called the Handsome Fa- the Handsome Phantom podcast, and it was like their their first episode for the show, and they'd gotten a bunch of game codes to give away, and so one of them they were giving away. I won, and it was for the Adventure Pals, and it's this is from Massive Monster, the developer. So thank you to them for giving out the code. Um, it's on Steam, it's on other platforms as well, but I've been playing on Steam and. So basically, you're this kid named, I think his name is Winston, and it's his birthday, and his dad gives him this uh, giraffe, this little giraffe that's his pal now. Uh, The giraffe's name Sparkles, and while the birthday party's going on, like, this evil guy named Mr. B comes and kidnaps your dad. And so, like, pretty much the whole game is, like, you've got to try to go rescue your dad from Mr. B. And in order to do that, you have to go uh, through the world and go to these different levels and do your platforming and collect rubies to do different things and progress. Um, And so, like, it's got, like, the base, like, before you go into the levels, it's kind of like a new Super Mario Brothers or something where you just kind of wander around. And when you're in that area, you're riding on the giraffe. But then once you get into the level and you're in the platforming section, you're just walking and the giraffe is in a backpack on your back and his head's kind of sticking out. And he has this thing that he does where you jump and then you can hold down the jump button and the giraffe sticks his tongue out and does a little helicopter propeller. And so you kind of do a glide down, which is... it's. I'm into it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This game is so silly. Like, everything about it is just hilarious. Um, So you're playing with that. Eventually, you go get a new pal uh, named Mr. Rock. And he's just this little rock. And he, like, floats around with you. And then when you're fighting, like, Mr. Rock will come out and attack enemies, too. Um, So your main attack, you've just got a sword. And so you're hitting uh, your enemies. And, yeah, you can do, like, a little backup uh, dodge and it's pretty simple combat um but as you're fighting enemies your experience bar is filling up and so as whenever you level up it just like immediately pauses the game and it makes like a huge big deal out of you leveling up which is awesome because like you know you did something good you want to feel good about it you're like yeah let's make a big deal out of this and so every time you level up It'll either give you a new ability or it'll give you three choices of abilities and you can pick which one you want. Um, And so like as I've been going, 
Like, I got this one ability where when I'm in combat, just sometimes uh, Sparkles the giraffe will, like, reach his neck out and, like, grab an enemy and, like, pull me towards him for, like, a special attack. Um, I've got... Just last night, I finally unlocked an ability where uh, damaging enemies gives me some health back, which that's fantastic. I've been jonesing for that one for a while. Um, there's different stuff you can do about, like, picking up gold and different stuff like that. You can uh, like upgrade Mr. Rock with your abilities, uh, but they're pretty cool. So just as you're going, you're just getting more and more powerful. Um, but you're going through basic platforming. It's fine. Uh, you're talking to these people in between worlds to like get your little quests. And they're just like really, really funny. So like everything about this like appears like a little kid's game kind of but like the humor behind it is like so funny um there's this group of foxes that's like playing a, in a band by your by your house and so you go and talk to them and they're like hey yeah you need to go on this quest and like get us this special herb so that we can make you a potion and you're like oh okay so these this band of foxes is stoners like obviously um and then, like, any time you, like, travel to the new level, you're going through a well. And so you, like, go down one well, you go up the next well, and you're talking to somebody, and they're like, yeah, yeah, our well system is, like, super clean and great. It's not like those nasty sewers from the Mushroom Kingdom. You're like, oh, damn, throwing shade at Mario? Um, so that's pretty funny. Uh, I came across this, <laughs> there's just this random whale that's hanging out, like, by the dock, and you go talk to her and she's like, yeah, like, I really want to go, like, see the world. But, like, I'm I'm ashamed of my body and, like, I, I need something to, like, you know, cover me up and, like, give me the confidence to go out into the world. And so you're like, okay, I'm going to go try to find something for you. And so in one of the levels, you find this little bikini bottom and you pick it up and you take it to the whale and you're like, hey, here's this. I found it for you. And she's like super excited about it. And she puts it on and it like stretches to like and then there's just this whale wearing a bikini bottom and it gives her the confidence she needs. And so like she goes out into the world and it's really cool. Um, so there's that. Um, the inside the levels when you're when you're playing there are, there's just, like, weird random monsters that you're fighting, okay? Um, but, like, one of them I was playing, and I started hearing this noise, and I'm like, what is that? I mean, it, it kind of sounds like somebody's farting. And so, like, I went along, and I found this guy. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot one of the most important parts, right? Okay, so... Mr. B, what he does is he kidnaps people and then he turns them into hot dogs. And so they're like hot dog people, which they're like a hot dog. And I think they have like a bun around them. And so you're fighting like some of the enemies are these hot dog people. And so there's a certain type of hot dog person that you can find that poops out these explosives. <laughs> and so like that's the noise I was hearing. Like this guy kept pooping out these explosives. And so like you have to throw Mr. Rock at the explosives to destroy them before you get too close. Um, so you know me and my like 12 year old humor. I, I loved it. I thought that was great. Um, as you're going, I last night I found a fun mechanic because you know how you will do things where like, oh, you, this wall is blocked. You have to go find the thing that will unlock this wall, right? So in this game, apparently that thing is cats. So you're walking and you'll find a sleeping cat. And so you go walk by it and it wakes up 
and it gets real excited. It has like hearts in its eyes because it's like, I don't know, it loves you. And uh, the cats fly. So it like pops up in the air. It has these little wings and it flies. As they do, right? And it just follows you around and it'll follow you until you find a little cat bed. And then it'll go lay in the cat bed and that unlocks the wall and then you can keep going, Uh, which I think is just one of the best mechanics of all time. Um, And then I just got to a level where it's this... I think it's called the Wasteland. And there's like these weird little dinosaur monsters that I have to fight now. And apparently the dinosaurs have like taken over. So when I go in to like get my quests and talk to people, I'm talking to the dinosaur overlords. And then the people that they have enslaved are toast people. So they look like little slices of bread, but they're people. And the the dinosaurs have enslaved the toast people because why not, Right. Um, so I'm talking to them and they want me to go like find their toast person leader and free her. Um, so I've talking to a few of them and then one of them starts talking to me in a foreign language and then it's buddy is like, oh, sorry, that one's French toast. (laughs) And I'm like, I can just see right now that these developers made toast people just so they could put that joke in the game, just so they could do it. And I, I love that. Um, there are, there's puns galore in this game um which you know i like um i believe this was a kickstarter game because well first there's this one part where you're in your quest area you're talking to people and there's this kiosk and there's two guys and it's like like the adventure dudes and they're like talking about this game that they're making and it's obviously the guys who made adventure pals like talking about their game but just like making fun of it and joking and then there's a in one of the worlds there's this um i think it's like a hall of fame area and you go inside and it's clearly like these are people who backed it on kickstarter mm-hmm. for like yeah. high amount and so like they've got like a cartoon portrait and they have like a fun little saying about them and so there's only like 10 of them so i guess those were like the highest value ones but uh, it was really fun that that it was in there like that. Uh, is the game 2D or is it 3D? Okay. So when you're when you're doing the platforming levels, it's 2D. But then when you're in like the world going around and like getting your quests and talking to people, uh it's it's not it's not 3D. I guess technically it's still 2D but flatter instead of like a side scrolling. Or maybe it's like isometric kind of a little maybe. I think maybe it's isometric. Um, So yeah, but it's just like the when you're the the actual gameplay is just uh, 2D side like side scrolling. Um, But yeah, it's just like it's hilarious and it keeps it keeps me very entertained. And I've just been having a blast with it. And like it's just like one of those things. Like I said, like I never would have picked this out to play myself but just because i got a free code I, I gave it a go and it's it's fun so i mean it just goes to show you like you never know what you might like you just because you think you won't like something if you give it a try it could be you could have a blast so the adventure pals it's a good time cool. i highly recommend it um <laughs> <laughs> all right <clears throat> so it's time for a return of our old friend, the Destiny Download. Uh, I was shaking my head because I'm not excited to talk about this. Uh, yeah, yeah there's, been some, there's been some drama about this. So, Cody, what's what's been going on in the world of Destiny? 
so this week the draw exotic quest came out uh this is for the legend the exotic can cannon uh the last word um this is a destiny one exotic uh and it's used by the famous hunter shin malfour so like this is something i've been excited about for since i announced it like i was like fuck yes like I like Shin Malfour because it's tied into Dredgen Yor and, like, the Drifter. And I'm like, cool, like, we're going to get some, like, storyline stuff. And, like, we're going to see Shin Malfour finally. Um, and the issue is, like, I've been feeling a little burnt out by Destiny because of their, like, very convoluted, like, do this step and then do this step and then do this step. And, like, it g- keeps going for, like, way too fucking long for me, personally. Um, so the last word quest drops. And, like, I was like, all right, well, let me let me read up a little bit on it, like, before I start because I was at work. And... It's, like, eight steps, and, like, there's some convoluted ones. Like, the second step is defeat Guardians in the Crucible. You get 2% for every kill, 1% for every assist, but you lose 1% anytime you die. Cool, like, it's it's forcing you to play PvP a little bit, but, like, I, I don't like... The, whoever invented that system, because there's, there's another system for the same for the Shotgun Chaperone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that one was like with Void, Solar, and Arc. So that was even harder. Because like, if you were working on one and then swapped midway through, like you would lose progression on the other. And like, it it's just and like it's, this caused like a little bit of outcry. It's like, granted, this gun is mainly made for PvP. The Last Word is a like monster in PvP. So like, but like, as someone who wanted to experience the story of mm-hmm. aspect of it and like wanted to like see what happens like how we get it, like, is Shin Malfour involved at all, stuff like that, um, it kind of, like, is a really hard wall for people who aren't in the PvP, and, like, I like Destiny PvP, it's not my fucking favorite, and I don't, and, like, luckily this week was Mayhem, and so, like, mm-hmm. you get a super every couple seconds, and that's, like, an a guaranteed kill almost any time you use it, um, so, like, that was a little bit helpful. Uh, the thing that, like, really bothered me and got to me was there was an opportunity here for a really beautiful story with Shima 4 and like him giving mm-hmm. us the gun. Um, spoiler, that doesn't fucking happen at all. Like, it's the way you get this gun, I think, is fucking bullshit. And like, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm, it made me not want to even do it. Like, I was like, I don't, like, I'm not going to play, like, with Anthem on the ground the corner, I'm not even sure how much Destiny I'll be playing in the future. Yeah. Like, I'm a little burnt out by the constant, like, 9,000 quest steps just to get something done. Like, it's it's kind of getting to me at this point. Um, it's, it's just, like, busy work, right? I mean, it's not yeah. like you're getting anything emotional for it or, like, any of your story beats. Like, it's just like, here, do this. Here's something to keep you busy for a while because you wanted yeah. some content. And, like, like, I'm not even, like, 650 on any of my characters, and I, I don't have, a, like, a reason to want to be. Like, mm-hmm. like, I'm close to 650, so hey, when the season of Drifter starts, like, I'll be able to do any of the content. Like, it's whatever. Um, and I don't know, like, it's, like, it really bums me out because, like, this has been something I've been, like, waiting for. The coolest part about this quest is the bungee rewards that I'd have to pay money for if I really wanted to get them, <laughs> and I'm not doing that right now. Yeah. Like, that's the coolest aspect because, like, there's a nice, cool, long sleeve shirt, and then you can also, like, if you wanted to, get a replica of the last word. And, like, that's cool and all. I think I, I, the other honestly cool thing is they finally announced that like, um, so Dredgen Yor, who was like, Shinma 4's like arch nemesis, pretty much, let's, let's say that. The Joker to his Batman. Um, 
<laughs> had a gun. The, the muggle ball to his Khajiit. Yeah. Uh, it's more like ball, please. Just respect for the guy's teams. Um, he had a gun, a hand cannon called Thorn. And in Destiny 1, it shot. Uh, its bullets put a damage over time effect on anybody mm-hmm. it hit. So, like, it was a monster in the Crucible. But it also was good in, PV- in PvE. Um, and that gun's making a return. And I'm hoping to God there is a better fucking storyline than this last word one. Because mm-hmm. if not, I'm going to be very pissed. Um, so, like, I'm, like... I, th- I finished the PvP uh, requirement. And, like, I think I'm about to have to go do a quest or something. Uh, like I, I guess, like, a mission to go, mm-hmm. like, do something. And I, I don't know. Like, I'm just really bummed out. Like, there, there was a lot of opportunity here. And instead well, wait, was... have you have you not finished the thing? All eight steps? No, I, no, I haven't. Well, I've, then you I've don't know. It. Oh, you've watched it. I was like, there could yeah, still watched... happen. No. Oh no, I was like, I was like, oh, I want to know what happens. Uh, no, nothing and I was happens. At work, so nothing... that sucks. It, it's just it's very anticlimactic for what I was hoping for. Like I was like, oh, cool, like, finally get to see Shin Malfort. Fuck yeah! And no, I was like, oh, damn it. So, and I, and I, like Destiny is fun to play. Like I was having fun, but like I was like. I was just sitting there like, I, I'm bored out of my mind, kind of. Yeah. I mean, I I, just... I haven't been back to Destiny in a while. Um, I, like, I've, I've had a longing to just go back and play the first mission from Destiny 2. Like, start a new character mm-hmm. and start that mission again, just because I love it. Like, up until you yeah. get to the farm, like, I feel like that's just such such a great section of video game. Um, and, like, I would love to go play that again. Uh, but, like, just playing regular Destiny now, it's, like I said, it seems like a lot of busy work. And, like, the new content that's coming, I'm just like, I don't, I don't know. I just don't want to work that hard to do it, I guess. I like, I like stories, and I feel like maybe games as a service isn't necessarily for me as much like i just want a good story playthrough and like if there's not story i'm like eh, you know maybe i'm done i mean no no game has to last forever in your list to, to play you know so um but yeah this one like i just heard about all this stuff uh and the kerfluffle with this quest and then like i saw some stuff on twitter about it and because I guess people, some people are complaining that it's it's too hard to set a PvP goal where you have to do that and, like, you're getting penalized for your deaths. Because um, some people just are not good at PvP. And, like, I'm, I'm one of those. Um, you said, you know, you got Mayhem mode where each super is a guaranteed kill. Um, I'm the exception to that rule because <laughs> i've activated my super many a time just to get killed by somebody else who is supering um so like i could i know that i would have a horrible time with that and i probably wouldn't be able to get that done um but like i saw this tweet where somebody was like it all you have to do is get a 0.5 kill death ratio and you can do that and like if you can't manage that then you don't deserve to have this and i was just like whoa yeah. Okay. I saw that tweet, and that's from a dude who's a like streamer on PC, yeah. and like, this it's his job to play Destiny, and like, yeah, that's a cool like that's that's cool. You can say that from where you stand, but like, there are people who like want to play this game and have fun and do everything they paid for. Exactly. And if they're not good at PvP, like, I don't know, like, there's just so many ways they could have gone about that. 
better. Like, they could have... I don't know. Like, because, yeah, it is a gun that's, like... It's really made for PvP. Like, it's a very strong gun in PvP. Okay. But, like, it, no, P- any gun can I be saw, used anywhere. Exactly. I'm like... Because people were saying, it's a PvP gun, so you've got no business getting it if you're not into PvP. And I'm like, okay, well, until a gun stops working in PvE, it is not a PvP gun. Guns work everywhere. So I got mad about that also. Um, but yeah, just like just like seeing that, I mean, made me feel bad about myself. I was like, oh, well, yeah, I guess, you know, this stuff wasn't made for me because I can't do that and I don't have any desire to do that. And, you know, I paid for the season pass, but like, haven't used any of it and probably won't because it's just like these hard quest steps that don't have a lot of story behind them, which isn't what I want to do. So uh, it was just like a disappointing week for Destiny, like seeing all that stuff. And just it, it hurts me that people uh, are still into Destiny and want to do these things and might not be able to just because of the yeah. way the quest is structured. And that sucks for them because like you said, they paid for this content. And I mean, this is stuff that they're supposed to be able to to do to keep them busy uh and they're not able to do it so it's just a sad situation and yeah. it's unfortunate but i don't know what are you gonna do yeah uh i mean I, your comment about like maybe live service games are not for you i think would tie we'll tie into this next section we go into oh wait wait cody you. cody oh my god i forgot to tell you i have breaking news it's it's been a while since we've had breaking news and i think this one is pretty exciting. Okay, so just just a little while before we started the podcast, our, our dear friend Hugh from Talking Games sent me a message. And he was like, hey, have you heard about this? There are rumors <laughs> that Titanfall is getting a Battle Royale mode, and it's a stealth launch, and it's releasing on Monday, and... Tomorrow on Saturday, there's going to be, it's going to get announced because this YouTuber has, has broken the story. Okay. So we don't know if this is for real or not. It could still just be a rumor, but you know, just say the word Titanfall and I'm excited. Okay. Uh, so apparently a lot of streamers like have already played it and are going to be like part of the announcement tomorrow. So they said like Shroud and Dr. Disrespect, uh, I don't know. Cody, what do you think the probability is that this might be a true rumor? I honestly can't tell if you're fucking with me or not right now. I am 100% not fucking with you. This is just my excitement from this. So it was on a website called just comicbook.com. Um, and like, okay, had, they're not a reliable source at all. No, well, I, that's why it's a rumor. There, so it was referencing a YouTube video from like a popular streamer. I don't know who it was. I didn't watch the video. I just read the story because it was just real recent. Uh, but here's what it says. So it says that um, <clears throat> it's going to have the game mode is going to be uh, three player teams and there will be like different classes and it'll just be a battle royale between the teams. So. You know, instead of, like, duos or squads, it's a three-man team. I'm sorry, three-person team. Um, yeah. It, so, you're making this face, so I know. It's like... It, time out. Is it still 100 people, just with the teams can only be up to three? 
Well, obviously it's not going to be 100 because like that doesn't add up correctly. So I don't know. I don't know how many teams there will be, uh, but I don't, I don't know. This is huh. it's speculation, Cody. We don't know, but I mean, it if could it's true, I'm intrigued. I may have to bust oh. out the old copy of Titanfall 2. Actually, I believe it's like a separate thing because it would be free to play. Um, there will be in-game currency that you can earn and then microtransactions for cosmetics is what it says. So. <laughs> I like people at home listening to this. I honestly cannot tell you if Sam is fucking pulling the most giant debate <laughs> in the world. I just I don't know. I absolutely promise you that I am not making this up. There is a story. Hugh sent it to me. I read it online. It's it's a rumor. It's just it's very weird that in between Destiny and our Anthem Advisor <laughs> Arrival Advisory, you have to bring up Titanfall 2. I'm very fucking confused. Okay. Well, you know how I like to do my breaking news. I like to I like to interject it. I like to surprise you with it. But okay. also, like, I don't want it to be in the middle of a section where I've just talked a lot or I'm about to talk again. So I thought this would be the best place to put it in. Uh, so okay. that's just why right. it happened. If it's, there. if it's if it's true, that's cool. I don't trust anything comicbook.com. I was posted in like 20 years. Um, Just me. Okay. What do you you think the likelihood is that this is true? I'm going to go a solid 69%. (laughs) I appreciate that. All right. That's creepy. Get away from the camera. Stop it. See what I did there? Back up. Did you see? Back up. Stop it. (laughs) What is what? What do you think, Sam? What do you think the percentage um, is? I mean, really, I've I'm it's fifty fifty for me. Like, I don't, I don't know. I I don't know where all this came from. It seems mighty suspicious that it's just like out of the blue. Uh, you know, I like my stealth launches, so like, if it's true, I think it'd be awesome. Actually, here are my my big concerns. Okay, I love Titanfall. I think it would be awesome to have a Titanfall battle royale, even though battle royales are not my favorite. Um, so I don't know how much I would like it, but, uh, but I would definitely want to try that out. Uh, but I, I hope and I pray that if this is true, we're still getting a Titanfall 3. Because, like, they've talked about a new Titanfall game, and if this is the Titanfall game that's coming this year, um, I don't, that's not what I want. I want Titanfall 3 with the story and... That's, I mean, multiplayer as well, yes. But I just, like, if that's all we're getting, I would be extremely disappointed. So. If this is real, mm-hmm. they may be doing this as a way to hold fans over, and then they may announce a delay on Titanfall 3. I mean, I really don't feel that they've ever announced enough about titanfall 3 to announce a delay like it's never i don't think they've clearly said I mean, it's coming out this year they've said there's going to be uh, a titanfall 3 i believe and i think everything else has just been wishful thinking on my part like i don't think okay there's... i thought they had said it is coming out in 2019 okay, okay. no nah, i don't um, believe so so then this may just be like to generate interest again in titanfall and to kind no. of you know just hold people over until the next game comes out i mean because Respawn's got a lot going on between Titanfall and the Star Wars Jedi The Fallen Order. 
So, I mean, if they've been working on this battle royale. But, I mean, how tough... I, okay, okay, again, let me say I'm not a game developer, so I just, I don't know. But how hard is it to take your multiplayer game mode and just change some parameters so that, you know, it's a three-person man a three person squad and you've only got one life per person? I mean, maybe it's not that hard for them to create this, um, and then they could still have time to work on, like, a full Titanfall 3? Wishful thinking again. I don't know. It, I guess it kind of depends on, like, the structure of Respawn. Because, yeah. like, if they had a separate team working on this while the other, the main team focused on Jedi Fallen Order, and yeah. then after Jedi Fallen Order launches, they'll put everybody back on Titanfall 3. Oh, that seems yeah. like a long time away then, Cody, for Titanfall 3. And Titanfall 3 is, like, in the process of being made. Like. Yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. So, on Monday, when this podcast comes out, you should know whether this was a rumor or whether it's true. And we'll just have to wait and see. So, I don't know. I'm... I don't know what I'm keeping my fingers crossed for. Like, I don't know if I really want it to be true or if I want it to be just complete bullshit so that they're definitely just working on Titanfall 3. So, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But there you go. That's it for breaking news, Cody. So, um, thanks for tagging along for that and being a good sport. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, man, I really thought you were fucking with me. I was like... I Okay, I have this agreement with one of my friends. Um... That we can lie to each other, but if if you ask someone three times if they're telling you the truth, then like you have to come clean and say you you were lying. Okay, and that's that's a promise I will make to you. If I'm ever okay. lying about right. something, ask me three times, and then it I'll I'll tell you if I was lying. But that's this one. I definitely was not lying about this. This is this is a true story that I saw. So, okay. Uh, so moving along after I, I threw my interjection in there, it's time. Let's see if I can do this. Okay. It's time for the Anthem Arrival Advisory. Yeah, I got it that you time. You did it. Good yeah. job. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, go ahead. So going back to what you said uh, with the Destiny thing about how like maybe live service games are not for you. Uh, li- live service games have always kind of been for me because of like... Mm-hmm. An MMORPG is a live service because it's constantly mm-hmm. being updated and like adding stuff. Um, but I think what's kind of taking me away from Destiny because I'm tired of the long, contrived, like busy work. Mm-hmm. When I look at Anthem and I'm like, well, no, everything I do is going to be like, you know, short, like go to a stronghold, set it to a difficulty, get some gear from it. Like, I like the idea of that because at least I know that the time I'm putting in is going to reward me. Um, and that's what kind of is really exciting me for Anthem right now because like, hold on though. But like, isn't say going and doing a stronghold, wouldn't that be similar to doing a strike in destiny? Yes. But when is the last time you did a strike that wasn't part of your milestones that actually rewarded you or something. So after like we don't we don't know about the end game of Anthem yet. So after you reach max level, how do you know that I mean, it's still it, going to be rewarding? Kind of. 
You do. Did I miss some news about the end game? Uh, so today, some stuff came out about the end game. Uh, they kind of talked a little bit more about uh, oh, breaking Peter. news. Cody has Bre- an update on Anthem news. end game because so, I missed it. <laughs> once you hit level thirty, you get uh, you start getting masterwork gear, and what masterwork gear is, it can. It's either going to be a rarity, like you can get a masterwork weapon, but then there are going to be special masterworks that are like have a special like ability tied to them. So like let's say you get a, a masterwork component for the ranger that makes it to where anytime you do your melee, uh, you get a damage increase for like twenty seconds, um, like stuff like that. Like these are these, and so like you're going to be hunting for these masterworks, but then on top of that. There's going to be legendaries, which are equivalent to like Destiny's exotics, uh, and these are like one rare, like one of a kind items. Wait. Last week I was discussing this and I mixed it up. Um, so if I'm, you're... I'm still confused. So which is higher, the masterwork or the legendary? Legendary is the, the higher one, so it's like masterwork okay. then legendary. Okay. Uh, legendaries are going to be that, but like with two unique. Oh, oh. Nice. Um, and like they're they're nothing is good. like masterworks like can roll the same but have different like bonuses and stuff legendaries are going to be 100 unique and like these things you kind of like chase and hope for yeah. um so kind of cool like that's kind of like what the end game of anthem is like going to be hunting for these things um and then doing whatever content they haven't shown us yet uh there was a leaked reddit thing that got deleted very quickly and so it's coming from a guy who's like oh i have insider info like this is what shaper storms are because they have mentioned like shaper storms are out there, yeah. Um, and like we can't, we don't know if we can believe it or not. But it's pretty much like. Well, okay, go ahead and say what it is. But I'm also going to say like I feel like the developers have said this before, so like I wasn't, I don't know what the big deal is. Like I feel it's the, yes. The guy who leaked it pretty much said that. Uh, shaper storms are going to change a portion of the map, and it's going to be like how in Fortnite. When the map changes, like it's gonna do this for like a week at a time, and like these things are gonna be constantly rotating. And like when these shaper storms happen, a world boss will show up, and that world boss will have unique loot, and you can you're gonna have to get people together and go kill them. And you can set the difficulty all the time, and like you know you keep getting better loot the higher you go. And like that seems pretty interesting because it's like a it's like a you have in the game world event, but it's like a super world event so like mm-hmm. that's pretty cool um but i feel like that's what developers have said that like this world can change because of the shaper storms like i f- yeah i don't they just like, haven't that's... i think the thing here is the world boss or that world boss part like they haven't okay. confirmed that okay um but it seems reasonable yeah, the post got deleted very quickly so like <laughs> i don't yeah. know sometimes you can believe that sometimes you can't it'd be cool if that's true i think yeah. we'll find out well it will hopefully, hopefully have come out by the time you're hearing this podcast um i don't know like but that like anthem is like i never got to get into diablo but like every time i hear someone talk about diablo it's because like oh yeah because like i can ramp up the difficulty and keep going back and keep playing through this stuff over and over and i keep getting better loot mm-hmm. and i change my builds of my characters and like i want to experience that but like i'm just haven't like dedicated the time to diablo and then with Anthem, I feel like I could do that. And, like, that's mm-hmm. kind of what like, I'm excited for with it a lot. Um, and, like, I don't know. Like, it's... 
I'm just really drawn to that right now. And like with Destiny, I'm like, I don't like your busy work right now. Like, please. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. Um, so time you're listening to this, the open beta has just ended. Um, and so last week we talked about uh, I got into play uh, two of the javelins, the ranger and the interceptor. And then the next night, like the day after we recorded, they opened it, and anyone who was in the VIP demo could play all four javelins. Which was so really to, cool of them. Yeah, I mean, really they, cool. you know, they're like, hey, we want to, you know, we know that it was a rough weekend for you guys, and they wanted to make up for it. So, I mean, that was a really cool way to make up for it, letting us try out all four javelins. So, that was appreciated. Yeah. Um, And so, Sam finally got to unlock another javelin, and then I think... Finally... <laughs> Yeah. finally i got it let me tell you guys uh, i love storm so much uh it's it's my favorite i just uh i think part of it is just because like you can hover for so long with it and i like just being in the air and hanging out and it just it just feels so nice up there you you said earlier that you were not as into storm you felt like it wasn't super effective but like i felt like i i felt like i was doing good work when i was playing as a storm so i was happy with it yeah, so I was playing and I kind of was like, okay, the like place I want to be is like I'm hovering around because uh, I had a component that like made to where like my uh, engines would overheat slower and then mm-hmm. already you you overheat slower when you're hovering yeah. as a storm. I was like, cool, that's a good combo. And then I had uh, two snipers. I had the one charge up and then I had the one that's just like a rapid fire sniper. Um, and I ran the stronghold on hard. And, like, I like the storm when, like, I like setting people up for combos. The only mm-hmm. issue is my teammates were doing the combos sometimes. And then I had the, my, like, detonator ability was, like, this lightning strike. But sometimes, like, yeah. I would aim the lightning strike and then my oh. character would move a slight inch and the thing would move. And, like, I'd oh. just cast out a lightning bolt right in front of me. I was like, eh, this doesn't feel, like, good to me. Um, I, did, I, did I like didn't have hovering. that problem with my lightning bolts. I was pretty skilled with mine. Okay, so. all right. Well, good for you. Um, <laughs> I like the kind of hovering in the air and like being that like sniper guy in the back. Like I like that a lot. Um, and like I think this storm has like one of the cooler like personalizations. Like the cape is just kind of cool. Oh my again. god, like, I love the cape. It's so cool. Although I had a weird glitch where like you know when you're loading up in the javelin for the first time and they do that cutscene where like you like, oh yeah you, like it's. It did that, but my he didn't have a cloak, and so it's just like me, like just like flexing and stuff. And I'm like, this kind of looks a little weird about the cloak. Like I don't know. Nice. Um, and so I, I like the storm. It's just like so after they unlocked everything, I played the Colossus, and I was really I had a lot of fun with the Colossus because I don't know the combo effect for the Colossus is it just makes explosions. And then its ultimate is you pull out this, like, giant, like, cannon and you just are shooting off, like, three shots. And, like, it's satisfying when you hear the noise because it's almost like a nuke is dropping. Nice. Um, and so, like, kind of, like, after my playtime with all four of them, like, I feel like I'm leaning more towards the Ranger and the Colossus. Because, like, Storm, like, I just didn't like how squishy I was at times. Like, if, if I, like, was just out of position for, like, one second and something hit me too hard... I was down and out. And like... Do you know what your problem is, Cody? 
It's that playing it? playing on hard. Let me tell you, when I'm playing on easy, I am I am just fine. I'm I'm not I'm not getting taken care. out as quickly as you guys seem to think the storm will be. So just play on easy, and it's it's no big deal. Well, I mean, so. I want to get the better gear. I like the challenge. <laughs> uh, and that, that's um, the good. That's the really good thing about Anthem. Unlike Destiny, you can set the difficulty for what you want to yeah. do, and so it's so accessible for everybody, and they're different what they want to get out of it. So that's really cool. So. Um. And I'm not a big fan of the Interceptor. Like, I like the Interceptor. It feels satisfying to be dashing around. I know I said you last liked, week I was a fan. You liked it so much. But as I thought about it more, like, it's, you're not using your guns as much. You're, yeah. you're not really using your abilities as much. Like, legitimately, you're just running up the things and smashing Triangle for PlayStation. And, like, I don't know if that's a playstyle I want to just constantly be doing. Like, it's I the wasn't movement. doing that. Oh, okay. I, well, maybe I, I wasn't know. playing it right. I was just throwing the, my the melee is just so strong, like oh, okay. it's ridiculous. Like you shred through shields like nobody's business. Huh. Um, like the movement for the interceptor is really satisfying. It's just like I don't mm-hmm. want to be stuck in that place of like constantly hitting triangle and like the ultimate's really fun. I'll give it that. Like because like I found out that with the interceptor ult, like you really just need to hit something once and then you kind of pre- make this like spectral version of yourself appear on the enemy and then he's constantly keep attacking. And that's really wow. cool. I didn't know that. It's like a dot almost. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like I really like the Ranger. Like it's just kind of like that all around. Like, all right, I use my abilities. I use the guns and the guns feel good. Um, and then the Colossus just feels really good. I'm like, I'm really excited to go back and play and play more Colossus. Cause I just want to keep, I want to see everything to do with them. Um, but the and the really cool thing is, like, we get all four. You'll unlock all four during your play, yeah. and you can just switch back and forth whenever you want to play with one yeah. of, or the other. So it's, it's really cool. Yeah, I just I in Destiny, I like my the Titan is my main. Like I played the yeah. other two classes, but like I know I'm gonna have my mindset is like I want to get everything for this character for this javelin and like upgrade it to hell, and like that's what I really want. Um, so I'm trying to figure out like what what I want to focus in on. Yeah. Um, and like I feel like right now I'm kind of looking at the Ranger and the Colossus. I, I feel like I feel like we should take bets about how much you're gonna you're gonna specialize and how much you're gonna be like. No, I'm gonna go get stuff on these other ones too. Because like you just like you're a maniac and you want to play everything. I think you're gonna like you're gonna be loading up all of your javelins. I bet. I mean, yeah. Eventually, I do want to have like builds for everything because you never know. Like, hopefully. Yeah. They announced raids for this. Like, I feel like they've kind of hinted at it, but they don't yeah. want to spoil anything with the story. Um, and, like, if, say, we need a storm. Because, like, the storm, the thing about storm is the storm is super good for priming enemies for combos. Um, like, you have so many ice effects, and I feel like ice is, like, one of the best status mm-hmm. effects in the game. Because just locking something down yeah. for a set period of time is so handy. Um, but, yeah. The game is it's so good feeling like it's insane. Uh, yeah, I feel like the open demo has been a little bit better. Like they had an issue earlier where Xbox Live services was down, and so like Xbox people couldn't play for a little bit, but that got back up really quickly. And I feel like um, that was Xbox because Xbox yeah, was that's having on problems Xbox. the night before with other stuff. So I mean, that wasn't. I feel like EA just got the short end of the stick yeah. that time. Like I don't think that was really their fault. I think Xbox was just having some problems. And, like, I've seen some, like, people be like, oh, it crashes a lot. But, like, I feel like it's a lot less than last week. Last week yeah. was, like, like almost everyone was, was having issues. Yeah. This time, it's like, okay, 
for the most part, like one one crash, and then I've been good since. Yeah, and so that's pretty good. Um, but yeah, like just just everything about the game feels good. Like the flying, the shooting. Like I'm so excited for the full launch, and yeah. like, um, so I'm really bad about like spoiling stuff for myself. Like, <laughs> but like I'm really trying to go in not know anything about this. like on my YouTube. They're like suggested like oh like. They, I guess they let people film the first mission at one of these capture events and they're letting certain people post it. Uh, and so, like, YouTube's like, oh, because you watch Anthem videos, watch the first part. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I want this story to be special. And yeah. then, like, someone was like, oh, hey, the Anthem trophies are up and out there in the wild now. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't want to read those. Like, no, thank you. Um, yeah. Will I be going for the Platinum? I yes. I am going to. I didn't look at them, but I wanna, I'm going I'm to go yeah. for it. I'm sure you will. Um, yeah. So, did you play any other? Have you gotten to play it all today? Because I hopped no, in for I didn't, a little bit. I didn't play right, today, I okay. so I will um, later. But yeah, let me just let me just make a quick PSA, people. Okay, because apparently this came up last weekend. Uh, those grabbits, those are friendly, and you do not need to be shooting them. Okay, if they're cute and adorable, and they don't have a red bar over their head, stop shooting them. It's not very nice, Cody. Okay, I didn't shoot any rabbits. I was <laughs> testing out my Colossus shield, and I was charging forward. And before I knew it, what I was doing, I smashed into a rabbit and killed it. So Cody, with great power, must come great. I can't say it. Great responsibility. So I guess. you need you. You're responsible for your actions, and you just need to be aware of your surroundings when you're swinging that shield around. Okay. Okay. That rabbit had a family. That family no longer has a rabbit. Not that one, anyway. Not that one. So, but like, I hear they reproduce like rabbits, so it'll be fine. There's gonna be. So. <laughs> God damn it! <sir. laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I'm so excited. Like, 21 days. Well, well, this comes this well, comes out on the fourth, correct? Like so, they, 18. Yeah, like three, yeah. I, math. It's, it's real soon. Real soon. So excited! Can't wait. Um, if. If PS4 had the origin thing, you bet your sweet ass I'd be subscribing to that to play this on the 15th. So. Um, that's that's another thing where there's been like a lot of flack going around right now about people getting mad about this staggered launch and the fact that they'd have a graphic to show like when people can play it. Um, now, I'm, I'm personally not upset about this. I mean, I think it's fine. You know, you buy the game. You to play on release day, it's fine. If you pay extra money to be in like one of these special services, sure, why shouldn't you get to play it early? I mean, mm-hmm. they're they want you to pay to be a part of their service, so it needs to have perks to make it worth your while. And playing yeah. early is one of those perks, so it's like, okay, I mean, that's fine. So, uh, I don't know. I could understand if it if this game had like, let's say, PvP. Because, oh, it's mm-hmm. a week that people, it's like a week early that people okay. start to get gearing up and like mm-hmm. they have an advantage over you if you go to PvP. This is a strictly PvE game. Mm-hmm. It It's not going to matter like if they've been playing for an extra week than you. Like you're, yeah. you're going to play the game and experience it at your own rate. Like it's not that big a deal. I, I, I kind of, like I can kind of see a little bit why people are upset because it's just like what happened to the good old days where games were all released at the same time for everybody. But like if you're subscribing to this Origin Premiere thing, or whatever it's called, uh, maybe you, yeah, you deserve a bonus because you're paying a little bit extra. Like, yeah. I mean, 
That's as simple as that. Like, I, yeah, I'm I mean, not bothered by it. Companies have to make money, so, you know, that's that's fine. Yeah. Speaking of companies having to make money. You, do you want to go to our new what? site? What? So speaking oh, of people. I, oh, okay. I, I didn't quite hear the first part, and I was like, what did you say? Okay. He was trying <laughs> to do a great segue. Uh, didn't work out. My bad. I'm failing as a host today. So, oh, fun fact, when I played my Resident Evil playthrough at the end, you get a grade, and I got a C, which turns out is the lowest grade you can get. Eh, what are you going to do? So my grade for a podcast today is probably a C as well, and I'm sorry for well, that. We'll see I'll, by the end. I'll, I'll try to do better. Maybe I can bring it back. Um, so yeah, so for our news story, we just, we're just we're running, I think we're running at a decent length today, so we're just going to do one news story. Um, and this one... I found quite interesting. Okay, so Metro Exodus, which is coming out on February 15th, it was originally on the Steam store, and you could make your pre-orders for it. And this week, it was announced that Metro Exodus will be exclusive to the Epic Games Store uh, for the first year. Okay, now... If you've already pre-ordered on Steam, you still get it. They're still going to honor that. And when they have DLC or anything else, you'll still be able to get it through Steam. So, like, if you if you got in, you got in and you're fine. Um, but this just blew my mind, okay, when I heard this. Because when we've talked about Epic Game Store and when we talked about The Division saying they're going to be on the Epic Game Store... I was like, yeah, no, I understand how this works. You know, Epic Game Store was talking to their game companies and they had all of this worked out ahead of time and they're just like waiting to make announcements on it. But like, yeah, it's it was all worked out a long time ago. But this obviously proves that it was not all worked out a long time ago because Metro Exodus had planned to be on Steam. It was already on Steam. And then they said, oopsie, no, we're going to take that away and we're going to go over to Epic Game Store. And that's just like, that just seems, A, mean, like to, you kind of like gave your word you were going to do it one way. And then like all of a sudden you change at the last minute and and go back on your word. And I'm just like, man. Um, And that makes you think that like, we've been talking about how Epic Game Store is a good deal for the developers because they're not taking as big of a percentage. Uh, But also, like, this one makes you think that, like, maybe Epic Game Store is, like, just straight out paying money to game developers to get them to come be on their site. Because, like, I don't know, man, to make someone leave in the middle of whatever agreement they must have already had with Steam, I'm just like, I don't know. Cody, what are you thinking about this? I didn't look at it like that. Um, <laughs> Metro Exodus was announced, I think, like two years ago. Mm-hmm. So, and two years ago, obviously, the Epic Game Store did not exist. Epic Game Store only started being like around last December. So, mm-hmm. I think, like up until then, like you just put your game on Steam. It's just kind of yeah. a go-to thing. Uh, and then when you hear about, oh, Epic's offering ninety to ten. Obviously, we're gonna put our game on that. We're gonna go put our game on that because we're gonna get more money out of it. The one year exclusivity thing, yeah, that is Epic buying. Yeah, like that's being like, hey, we'll pay you extra to come over here. Yeah. Um. So that's that's a little fucked up in a way. I feel like because it is like you're buying away 
any competition you would have. Um, mm-hmm. But like that thing is going to happen in business. I don't agree with it personally because it is kind of fucked up. Um, I just I just feel like it's I don't want to say unethical. I just feel like it's it's rude to it's, have made it's an a little agreement. scummy. It's scummy is what it is. Yeah. Like that'd be like if let's say. Uh, let's say, um, what's a big, uh, like, um, I was trying to think of like something that I could say this is like, and like, I couldn't come up with anything. Like to, if like... Call of Duty was like, <laughs> Hey, we're this year's Call of Duty is Call of Duty, uh, Infinity War 9,000. Um, it's going to be on every platform. And then the last second PlayStation like, no, it's not. You're going to be exclusive to us now. And they bought it away. Like, I, yeah, but see, like I was trying to think of something like that, but then I'm like, no, because, uh. It's still, you're still playing on the same platform. It's not like you have to go buy a new console to be able to play it. You just have to download a different launcher. So, I mean, it's it's a free, it's not like you're cutting someone out based on hardware. Now, see, um, a lot of the outrage I've seen is because people don't want to download the Epic Game Store. Like, they feel like they're being forced, if they want to play this game, to go to the yeah. Epic Game Store. And to that I say, how fucking lazy are you to not just download the next thing? Like, it's one click over. Like, I don't understand. Okay. Um, but I, I read this other article. I think it was on, like, uh, uh, usgamer.net. And someone was talking about how the Epic Game Store is not as developed and doesn't have the functionality that a Steam has. Because, like, it's just a first-year game store that just launched. Steam has, like, 15 years to have gotten good about stuff. So, like, Epic Game Store doesn't have reviews. It doesn't have a built-in chat function. Uh, So you're getting less service from it, which, I mean, who uses Steam chat? I don't know. Um, But, yeah, it's interesting. For a multiplayer game, or, like, if, like, Steam is where you, like, go to play multiple games with your friends and you're like oh hey and we're party up and like do this thing real quick it's meant to exodus is a single player game like what is um and i'm sure like these things are being developed like that's like it's still a new product like oh also just stating the facts here so uh metro exodus is 59.99 on your consoles or i think if you pre-ordered it on steam on epic game store it's going to be 49.99 so you're saving ten dollars paying for it there it's just like it's there's so much going on with this new story on one side i can see why the developers and the producers behind uh metro access went to games epic game store because it's a 90 10 not 90 10 uh what is it again 70 30 no is it that's, 90, what, that's what steam was yeah i think it's 90 10 no wait wait 12 no wait 10 well because I think Discord was it's, lower. Yeah, Discord was the ninety ten. Okay, and I think every like Discord has a better split for their the people making the game. Um, so it makes sense to put your product out on there. The one year exclusivity and pulling it from the Steam store at the last second, at least honoring pre orders. That's nice. Because um, like honestly, they. Well, could I mean, like, I think oh, that's the least they could do legally. I feel yeah. like I feel like probably. Just to avoid lawsuits. So, like, from one aspect, like, I can understand where they're coming from. They want to make more money off this game uh, and be charged less for putting it up on a, a service. On the other hand, it is a scummy practice. I hope Epic Games were, like, realizes, like, they can't do this very often. Because if this becomes a reoccurring practice, it's going to be a, like, it's, it's it's bad. Like, don't do that. Like, mm-hmm. people are going to call you out on it eventually. Um, and I'm sure Epic Games will get the the chat and the review thing yeah. going like it's, it's gonna take some time to build up a service steam didn't do it overnight like no yeah yeah um 
so it is it is scummy i hope we don't see it anymore but i do understand where the people behind metro exodus are coming from um i mean it's like uh at the time this was announced i mean it was less than three weeks away from the release of the game mm -hmm. um that just seems like i just dude make your decisions before that you know i mean like epic games Store got launched in december so like if they have gone if they went yeah. to every game store there's obviously legal stuff that has to happen it's so true. it probably took time and like yeah. this is just when it happened and yeah. like it's i hope it doesn't hurt the game that much i do think it will because there's already people writing negative reviews about the game on like steam and like well they're, other they're writing negative reviews about the previous two metro games because those are the ones that are available for reviews they're review bombing that which is it's unfortunate um yeah. but yeah i mean i don't i don't know it'll be it's interesting like, to wow. see how the rest of this year plays out um yeah yeah, so, yeah. okay well on that just weird weird news note uh i think we're gonna we're gonna call it a night so um once again a reminder so you've got a couple of weeks to think of your fantastic questions for our 50th episode and we're really looking forward to seeing that you can email them to us at contact at geekartgames.com if you want to just put them out there publicly and, and not have surprise questions you can get us on twitter and facebook at geekartgames um we're are you can oh jeez oh I haven't done this in a while I'm like off I can't I don't know um we've got videos at geekartgames.com slash youtube and we've got live streams at geekart nope at twitch.tv slash geekartgames um fun fact I just did my future grind stream a couple nights ago I love that game so much Cody it's so much fun I had a blast on it um I spoiler alert i got to the end and rolled credits and i was talking about how much i love it and i hope they would make some dlc or like a second game already credits ended and like there was more to the game i was like oh my god i'm so excited so i'm still playing it um but yeah that's uh that's a blast so you can actually you can see that still on twitch for a while and then i'll get that uploaded on youtube um if you want to buy a shirt you can go to geekartgames.com shirts and we would love for you to give us a review on iTunes or your podcast service of choice. Um, I'm on Twitter at S-K-S-U-V-A-K. Cody? I'm at Combo Cody. All right. Until next time, everyone, have a lovely week. Cody, take it away. We're just two geeks. Two heart games. Do 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 do. Molag ball. <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny, but it is. I I don't know either. <laughs>